0: We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. You know, Wesley, as we continue our discussion on heroes, uh, we are very delighted today to have uh, to have with us Tim Barton from Wall Builders. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well. Good to be with you guys. Hey, thank you again for uh, for being here for spending some time with us. You know, and today. Uh, we do have a couple of questions. We've, we've talked in the first segment about what makes a hero and, and different things like that. Uh, but I think one of the biggest questions that we have and that we need to have answered for, for our generation is, why does it matter? What do, why, why is it so important for us to, uh, to talk about and to study the lives of these men and women who have come before?
1: That's a great question. And I think it's something as Christians, obviously, as we look to the Bible, you know the Bible is full of of the stories of people, and and oftentimes they are held up as heroes. You read Hebrews 11, it's kind of known as our our, our faith Hebrew hall of fame. Um, but 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 we look at the lives of people that have gone before us, and sometimes even people living around us. But they are examples to us of oftentimes character traits. One of the fun things that that I get to do at Wall Builders, which is where I work, we focus on America's forgotten history and heroes, and and so we look at a lot of American heroes that oftentimes people don't remember, they've never heard about, and and their life really sets an example, and and so often it's it's specific character traits. One of the things you can look through the Bible, and you can see different individuals and heroes the Bible upholds for us to look at, and and certainly because every human is not perfect, no no person we look at is going to be perfect apart from Jesus. But there are certain characteristics and traits we can look at and learn from, and as we look at, at, as we say, these heroes that go before us, we can learn lessons of of character and integrity and hard work and perseverance and faith and courage and creativity, so many life lessons that are vital for us to know. And so when we have these heroes we can uphold before us, it really can encourage us in those areas and those lessons where we see, hey, you know what, this person, their life was so hard, but they persevered and they kept Mm. working, and look what it produced. And, And so really it's a great example for us, that, that we have these people that have gone before. us kind of like it says in Hebrews, there's a great cloud of witnesses that's cheering us on. Well, sometimes that's the heroes we look to, people that we can learn these life lessons and be inspired and motivated from, the things that they did, that they accomplished, that God used them to do. So really, it's important for us to have these people we can look to. It really does help inspire and encourage and motivate us in what God has called us to do.
2: Amen. Tim, that's awesome. This is Wesley uh, speaking here in... And- I just wanted to say one of the things that just inspires me and excites me about what you're doing at Wallbuilders is that you're a millennial, <laughs> and yeah. uh, at Engage Magazine we are um, are laser focused on reaching the next generation, the millennials, with the gospel of Jesus Christ, but also how that gospel compels us to live uh, a godly life, to live an example, to be to be a hero to somebody, and um, that's that's what you're doing there at Wallbuilders Live. How can, I know that wall builders, they do a lot, a lot with uh, American heroes and heroes of the faith. So wh- how, if uh, if they were wanting to read more about it, because I've used your resource several times and content that I've written. So how can they do that?
1: Yeah, well, we have a website, wallbuilders.com. It's all one word, wallbuilders.com. And, and- we're actually in the in the process of renovating the website, and so uh, it, there, there's some construction going on, so to speak. But there's so much information there. We, we've been blessed with over 100,000 documents that predate 1812. It's the largest private collection of original documents from the founding era. And, and so we are just so blessed that we get to go back and, and read the actual writings of, of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and John Adams and Benjamin Franklin, just some really cool stuff. But what we've discovered is, is going back and reading this, and, and by the way, I mentioned names that people would know, but so many names that, that people don't know, whether it's a Benjamin Rush or the, the Richard Allen or Henry Highland Garnett, names that people have never heard of, but just phenomenal stories and really could be a hell of the heroes. James Armistead is a, is a great example. He was a black patriot during the Revolution. He was the first double spy in American history. Um, this, this guy was amazing. He worked with Marquis de Lafayette, and he's the one that, that got information that actually helped bottle up Lord Cornwallis at Yorktown. George Washington said that it was his work that, that saved countless lives, took months off the war and the revolution, allowed us to actually get those victories. But people have never heard these names, so it's really fun for us to go back and, and kind of unfold and retell some of these stories. And actually on our website, um, one of the things that, that, that we do is we have in our, our store, we have a whole section that is... Yeah, really all about heroes, and it's biographies, and, and, and we have a couple different series of biographies, and mostly they're written for, for kids, for young people, for middle school, high school kind of age, but it, it's retelling these stories. One of the things that, for so many people today, history is very dull and it's boring, but it's mostly because history usually just covers names and dates and places, and we don't learn the stories. Uh-huh. Well, a, a, As you read the Bible, the Bible doesn't really emphasize the dates and the places as much as it does the stories of the people. And and as you read the Old Testament, as you read the New Testament, you're reading the story of Paul, you're reading the story of David, or Gideon, or Joshua. It's a very captivating story, and you're learning these lessons from their life along the way as you're reading and studying the Bible, but it tells tells the story of the person, and that's really what we've lost a lot in the way that that we even look at heroes today is so often we tell the name and then their dates and places and (laughs) and, and we lose their story. Yeah. And and so really what we want to do is help recapture the story because that's what inspires people. That's where you're motivated to go, man, I want to have the courage of this person. I want to have the faith of this person, the integrity of this person. But it's because you know the story and you see where that character trait was exhibited.
2: You're exactly right. And I, when you were saying that, I couldn't help but to laugh because I myself found myself in that that, that spot before. What's the big deal? You got the date and the place. Okay, what's next? <laughs> and uh, that's exactly right. And so that's that's a very good point that in, in Scripture and what y'all try to accomplish there at Wall Builders, is to br- bring out the story and and, and the principles and the uh, characteristics of these heroes that we can learn from. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We have Tim Barton, a millennial who is in action, which we like to highlight here on Engage. He's with Wall Builders Live, uh, or he's on the program Wall Builders Live. He's with Wall Builders. They, and then there's also a, a Bible verse I wanted to lead into one of the questions, uh, Tim, and that is, don't let anyone look down on you because of your youth, but set an example for believers in speech, conduct, love, and in faith and in purity. That's First Timothy 4.12. Okay, so we're talking about heroes here. Is it possible that we as uh, millennials can have an influence on society? Now, how would you distinguish between heroes and somebody who's actively Uh, living this out. uh, TJ and I've had this question before, and if you look on y'all's website and ours, most of the heroes that we highlight are dead. (laughs) Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I really think the only difference between someone living now and then someone we look back on and and call a hero is the time that they're living. Um, You know, if if you look at someone, for example, uh, we would say George Whitfield, the leader of the First Great Awakening here in America, we would say that guy definitely could be considered a hero of the faith for what he did in America, helping really revive the the moral and religious conscience in America. Well, at the time of George Whitefield, um, every state in America had a state religion. And, and that was very standard. I say every state. It was like 11 of the 13. So almost every state of the original 13 colonies had a state religion, and, and George Whitfield was not invited or welcomed to most of those states. And actually, he got heavy resistance. Now, George Whitfield, in 33 years, preached 31,000 times.
0: Wow. So
1: the, 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 an astronomical number, um, he's averaging essentially like three times a day is what he's preaching for 33 years. Well, there's, there's many accounts of, of how he was not received well, because if, if he wasn't part of the state's denomination, when he would go into North Carolina, when he'd go into Virginia, when he'd go into South Carolina, if he wasn't part of their denomination, they weren't excited to have him. And there's records where people would throw things at him, and not just your your tomatoes or, you know, your lettuce. It, no, really dangerous and rocks and sticks and clubs. There's accounts when he would get under a big oak tree uh, to, to, to open air, preach to whoever would listen to him. And there were people that would get up and actual stories, people got up in trees above him and they would pee on him. They would defecate, try to hit him. Mm, I mean, just unimaginable things. And I don't say that to be gross, but I say it to understand the context. During his lifetime, people didn't look at him and go, oh man, what an incredible guy, what a hero. (laughs) Oftentimes it's after the fact that people can look back because only then do they have the perspective to look and appreciate oftentimes what you are doing. And so a lot of times, in your own time, people don't appreciate as much what you are doing because they don't have the perspective of what's going on. Right? I mean, even when you look at the life of Jesus, there were people in the life of Jesus who really appreciated Jesus. But most people didn't recognize how great it was until he was gone, and they went, oh my goodness. Right? He, he, he turned the world upside down, but most of what happened was after he was gone, people recognized what had actually happened, what, what he had accomplished. And so a lot of times we have many heroes around us today, but we don't always have the perspective to recognize that what they are doing is kind of what we would embody as a a faith hero, as an American hero, or whatever nation they might be in there, and they can be a hero. Sometimes we recognize it, but a lot of times it takes time to get the perspective to identify that that's truly a significant person.
0: Yeah, and Tim, and I'm so appreciative that you bring up the idea of perspective, because I know especially uh, with our generation, you know, in the information age, we have so much access to so much information uh, that on the one hand, you know, it's great because we do have access to it. But on the other hand, I think sometimes we can get overloaded. So a couple of questions really comes from that, the first of which being – Do you sense – I know, like, I am a big history buff. I know you are as well. Um, I I love studying history. I can get – I can spend days just in the weeds thinking about, you know, dates and events and and timelines and all those what to me are really cool things because I'm a nerd. Um, (laughs) But uh, do you think that there is a growing appreciation among our generation for historicity and antiquity and just – and things that are bigger than ourselves?
1: Well, I do think there's a growing appreciation for, for history as stories are identified. Um, you know, As we mentioned, a lot of times people don't appreciate history when it's just names and dates and places. But as they learn the story, you know, there's a reason that Marvel has done so well, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's a reason that Iron Man or Thor or Captain America, now Batman, Superman... I mean, there's a reason these movies do well, because people love stories. And as more and more stories come out of history more and more people our age are clinging and and just embracing these stories, going, this is incredible, but it's because these stories are being identified. And the more stories that are told, the more people will appreciate, and the more willing and receptive they will be to even learn and study history because they're learning the stories. And so I think a lot of it revolves around the stories. I don't think it's just an inherent and innate thing that all of a sudden we're going, man, let's (laughs) study history. If it was just names and dates and places. But as the stories are learned, people go, this is awesome. Yeah. And oftentimes they go, why, why did yeah. I learn this when I was in school? But it's because we just don't always tell the stories. But yeah. as people learn the stories, I definitely think there's an open and receptive nature to, to these stories.
2: And I'm a, I'm a, uh, a testimony of that, uh, Tim, because uh, my friend over here, TJ, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, he's the editor for Engage Magazine, and he gave me a... Um, What'd you, what'd you an call assignment? It? an assignment? And so as I mentioned early in the program, I'm not, uh, I have a huge appreciation for history, but, n- but not the, um, not that, that burning or that itch to want to learn it all the time. And so he gave me an assignment. Hey, I, we, we need, we need some content for the hero category. So pick a hero and write us up an article. And so, uh, that's where I wanted to point out that I went to, I'm very familiar with your dad. Your dad's a friend of, m- of my dad's and and, and we're and uh, your dad David Barton is a friend of the ministries here at, a, at AFA and so I, I knew that y'all are, are experts on heroes and so I went to y'all's website and was able to use y'all's website to write the Richard Allen article on engage magazine. That, there at the bottom I use I linked over to y'all's website as a location to find so but I say all that to say that when, uh, when I was uh, had the assignment, I began to do the research. And I was the guy who, once I completed my article and was and learned what all I learned about Richard Allen, I was the guy that was like, when everybody walked by me, I was like, "Hey, did you know Richard Allen? You know he he, he started he, he did boycotts. Did you know that that was one of his most effective ways?" And then I'm like, "Hey, did you know Richard Allen? He was one of the first black pastors for the Episcopal United Methodist Church, you know, congregation and and you know he helped slavery. Um, he helped the underground. Well, he helped end slavery. Yeah, he, he helped end slavery. <laughs> he helped uh, hide some of the uh, slaves as they transitioned from one place to the next. I was like. And, you know, I'm the I'm the guy that's going around. Hey, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just because wh- what I what I found to be true is exactly what you said. I began to learn. I began to read the story behind Richard Allen Yeah. and his, I began to learn in his faith. And that's one of the things that's highlighted all through the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, as you mentioned earlier about the Hall of Fame of Faith is right there is when they mention over it. And over and over again, their faith in God, their yes. faith in God, their faith in God. And that's one of the things that was highlighted in Rich Town. that's the only way he was able to persevere during his time. And I, I realized he had a huge, huge influence on Martin, Martin Luther King Jr.
1: Yes. Well, you know, and by the way, just speaking of faith, you'd be hard-pressed to find many great heroes that were atheists. Um, you know, there, there's just not a lot of people that we would look to and go, man, what an incredible person that was not motivated by faith. Because there definitely is a faith element. It's that strength that God gives us that enables us to do things beyond ourselves. And so really, so many of the heroes we look at, you just can't separate heroes and faith It's very hard to do it. And so many of the people we look to and call heroes, they were absolutely motivated by their faith.
0: Yeah, thank you again. Thank you so much for being with us, Tim. We appreciate it. Check out more. My pleasure. You can check him out at wallbuilders.com. Thank you for listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. If you've got an idea for a show, let us know. EngageFAQ at afa.net. Until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying scripture.